0: Up. It's morning You're dreaming up a story I can hear The way it's going Cause you're laughing and you sleep On the path to your deliverance And a holy roll of light Pouring through your window And I'm happy Good morning I'm back out at The Maplewood Commons Where I was for the First journal entry for finding the Good News. Yesterday I was out at Mimosa Pines out in Carlos. I was a little tired, as you may remember from that entry. I guess it depends on when you're listening to this. But I got here this morning. Beautiful, clear sky. Ah. Uh, the sun's going to be coming up in just a second right across these buildings behind the fountains it's just beautiful you can actually hear the water from the fountain i'm actually going to take a little walk while i talk to you this morning i actually wasn't going to journal this morning i just journaled yesterday and i guess in my mind i thought well why do i need to do it again but whether it's for you or just for me it's a good practice and this is a great place to do it I mean really there's nobody out here and I just love this time of peace and quiet and I love the sound of the water I really love the way it looks out here honestly these water features are really pretty great place to come and think but more than just coming here to think here it's the walk here that really solidifies or maybe not solidifies makes an arrow out of my thoughts when I go on these morning prayer walks or meditation walks I'm always kind of wonder what's going to I always think this what's going to what's going to be my thought today what's going to be my meditation what's going to be my focus not for the journaling with you guys but just for me what am i going to talk about what am i going to think about i mean how are my thoughts going to settle as i walk what are they going to magnetize to you ever I, i have a can of nuts and bolts i keep in my toolbox it's an old chicory coffee can and every time I get my hands on an old speaker magnet or just a piece of a magnet, I stick them to the bottom of this can. And that can has all these little, just leftover parts from things that I've installed over the years. I think I've talked about it on Find the Good News. It's just my knick-knack can. One of the things that I always notice, though, about those magnets, and I'm sure you you have too, Especially if it's sitting in a toolbox, is that over time the magnet itself gets these little filaments, these little uh, rusty parts or little bits of things that are all, all over it. Like sometimes it's soft and sometimes it's kind of sharp edged, but there's all this dust, you know, metal dust. And huh, I hadn't thought of this when I was walking, but. I guess that's kind of what i'm what i'm talking about you know thoughts are like that there's all these filaments and so for me when i I go on a meditation walk prayer walk that's really what i'm what's happening all these little filaments are floating around in in my mind and the further i walk the more they start to bond together And clump together and there's less chaos the thoughts are still there my goal isn't to erase them it's nice when they settle but things do become clearer and oddly enough that example is pretty relevant to what ended up being my thought today you know my last entry, I talked about st. Faustina quite a bit and this morning I was listening to her diary and as I walked And I realized I may have misrepresented her to you and only showed one facet to that gym. And what I had discovered this morning is that really and truly she was very, uh, very devoted and very serious about her vows and the structures that she had bonded herself to, you know, being in the convent. And while she did... Break away, from, break away from the norm or, or go farther beyond than maybe most in her spiritual life she still adhered to the vows that she had made even when they were a struggle so I wondered what that meant for me I started thinking about well what vows have I taken in my life what packs have I made What things have I bonded with? Um, And boy, just all kinds of thoughts started coming in whenever I started, that those filaments started uh, joining together in the magnet. And I started thinking about Nicole, who you guys know from the B-Sides podcast. Uh, She works on my team, my creative team at Parker Brand boy what a what a kind person sincere honest direct thoughtful and uh, i have noticed something you know i we have a bunch of stickers if you follow find the good news then you know that we have a bunch of stickers for the show and with plenty more to come because it's fun to design them and every time a new one comes in i make sure we, we all get some and then we, you know we start giving them away but i've noticed nicole never sticks them on anything they're just sitting like up on a shelf And it's been a while so some new ones came in and and I noticed she went to put them on her little shelf and she made note made mention that she said I just can't stick I'm so I have this sort of fear that I'm gonna stick these on something that I'm gonna end up having to get rid of or I'm gonna put them on something that I don't want and then realize I don't want them there so I don't put them on anything now in that conversation, I'm sure Nicole, nor, nor I in the moment, really thought that would be an, uh, a source or a gate, a wisdom gate. But this morning, as I started thinking about vows and professions and bonds, that little conversation just floated right to the top of that, the pile. Because I get what she's talking about. I love stickers. I love little pins and patches. I, I remember in high school I had a green jacket. It's like a military flight jacket. In fact, my son Jonah has one. And I had such a good time ordering patches out of magazines to put on that jacket. There was a little shop in the mall that did embroidery. And they would also sew these patches on for me. Now, now I, I don't know why I didn't figure it out myself, but <laughs> I, I would bring my jacket to the mall and sew these patches on. And at some point, I grew out of that. I thought the patches, I guess I felt like uh, maybe they looked juvenile. I, I don't know what I thought. I just can't remember what it was. But there was a point where I went, I, I need to take these patches off i'm too old for these patches all over this thing (laughs) which is kind of funny because now i'm revisiting that with an old green rucksack i have i'm sewing patches from my childhood things i think i find interesting all over it putting pins and stickers you know all that stuff it's really kind of fun again now i don't care (laughs) i actually want to be a little more juvenile and revisit those places but when I remember when I decided that I, I loved the jacket but uh, the patches were too immature and I I started picking them off one by one you know pulling the threads out and after having that jacket a couple of years and then you know having so many patches all over it I noticed after I finally got all of the patches off that you could still see the tan line from where the patches were And no matter what I did, or how many times I washed it, or even wore it after that, uh, those tan lines were always visible. Maybe not as much so over the years as they passed, but they they were still visible. And you could never, never get rid of the little holes in this nylon shell of this jacket. You could still see the stitch marks. And, you know, that's kind of what it's like, I guess, when we bind ourselves to something and we think, when we, in the moment, when we make a vow so quickly, when we make a decision too fast to bind ourselves to something, and it makes me think of Nicole with those stickers. You know, I, I put stickers all over stuff. I, I'm not sure everybody in my life loves that, to be honest. I just like them and go oh this is a cool sticker i'll fit it here it's just like my backpack with the patches go, Where, where's my next patch gonna go can i get my hand in this pocket and sew this complex patch is there space for it well i want to sew it on and then i wait till i get the next one because it might fit better so it's like a little game of a little puzzle that you don't have all the pieces to yet but you still want to You still want to start putting it together. Thing is, with a puzzle, you can always relatively easily pull those puzzle pieces apart. Set them off to the side and wait till you have more parts and then put it back together. But with some things, like a sticker, it's not so easy. Whenever I was a kid, probably... Sometime in junior high on into high school every summer my dad would uh my dad owned a video store as many of you know and We would he would always find these sort of properties that I would call them not derelict maybe but Certainly not properties that were kept up very well. He was a carpenter incredible carpenter and so he would find these properties and, and I know my the way my dad would think is he could see what. What he could turn it into you know he could gut these places and turn them into little video stores i didn't have the same <laughs> viewpoint at that time as a kid <laughs> i was like oh my gosh we're tearing out or gutting another place but this morning for some reason in in the context of what we're I'm talking about and making vows, i thought about the flooring in these places and how we take these large handled scrapers and, and just scrape the old tile up off the floor and I can remember some of these places it was just impossible to get every bit of it off because of the binder the glue and you know I think I, I, I always do this I think back to the day the first person come into a building and they bring in their boxes of tiles and the, the concrete floor is down there and they they have their plan it's gonna be there forever gonna put this tile down and this is gonna be permanent and these glues these binders these cements they're designed to keep that tile bound to the floor and so the decisions made a tile is picked the glue is bought it's spread and then it's each tile is set in place you know the business opens and the floors walked on it's there for all the customers for a long time And then at some point, it's not relevant anymore. Somebody else comes along and needs to remove those tiles in this derelict building. But then, you can get the tiles up, but they're destroyed in the process, often destroyed. And there's that leftover residue. Not even a residue, like chunks of the pieces of the tile would remain stuck to the floor with the binder. And then, you know, some will just be completely broken apart. And I guess I same thing with a decal or a sticker or a patch. You know, you, you stick a sticker on something, as Nicole mentioned, and you realize, I, I shouldn't have put that on there later. You don't love that anymore. You don't want that there. And you go to take that sticker off, and maybe, maybe it's got a strong binder, a strong adhesive. Maybe it was there for a long time maybe the sun shone on it and the heat fused it to the object a little more. And over time, that thing is much harder to get off. And then you have to use some kind of external force on it or some kind of external adhesive remover. And even still, maybe a scraper. And And in the process, the object itself that you are so concerned about you know making new getting rid of this decal that's bound to it it gets damaged in the process i used to have a sign business and we would have to take stickers off of uh, old of old vehicles all the time you know work vehicles put a new sign on the door but when we'd get them a lot of times those old vehicles would have these old signs on there that just they were fused to the paint and so when we would you know apply any kind of pressure he the paint would come off and we'd have to do these big cover jobs to To cover it up, but even still when we put the covering on you could still see some of the indention of the original signage sometimes And so from a distance everything looked fine. All was made new. was completely covered up You know the old had been replaced by the new But if you get up close and start looking you could still see the the echoes the little hints the sign was there before so I say all of that I guess this morning in thinking of making vows and binding ourselves to things made me start to wonder how I, I, my life is a lot like that and maybe yours is too how we we bind ourselves to a person not just in passing but in a very serious way and how so often, just like with a anything, a floor tile or a decal, what's the binder? What's the adhesive that's that's binding you to this person? Is it a corrosive adhesive, in fact? Is it going to be something that actually is going to be there when forever as a word I try not to throw around lightly but in the context of this let's just on a human time scale let's just call it forever and I've thought about this the whole morning it made me think about divorce you know I'm divorced as many many of you know and I think about how to this day I was divorced 15 years ago 16 15 years ago and still to this day, like that tile, there's still bits of that original binder on my life. And trying to scrape those bits off is, is destructive. And even allowing time to wear those bits away... It's not super effective you can still look at my life and things going on in my life even 15 years later and there's still pieces of the binder the adhesive and they're not beautiful they're not they're not pretty pieces just like that glue on the floor or that tan line on the jacket the stitching holes it's not pretty It's just a reminder of the binder. And I think it made me look this morning around my whole life and all the different things that I'm bound to that I've maybe not written down in a physical contract form, but things that I've made silent vows to. My wife, my children, my projects my customers my friends places I've lived and I think about which ones have been healthy vows and which one have been corrosive which ones were made with a healthy amount of meditation and contemplation before I stuck the decal on. Before I put the first piece of thread through the material. material, And which ones did I haphazardly bind? Which ones did I haphazardly stick? That I am now realizing I need to remove this 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 thing that was that I've bound to my life is not in the right location I didn't put it in the right place I didn't put it on the right object I didn't think about it hard enough I found a lot of things on in upon reflection that were like that And just like many of the stickers that I have on the objects in my life, I haven't removed them because removing them is destructive. It might be destructive to the thing that I've bound them to, and the thing that I've bound them to is me. So a full removal would require some pain and suffering some nicks some scratches and some gouges even and those gouges are going to leave marks so even if I remove that it's never really going to be gone there will always be a tan line there's always going to be the stitch holes and I know this to be true And maybe everything's that way. I'm not raging against this. This is just the way it is. This is life. I mean, even where I'm sitting right here, in this park, you know, whoever, this is a contract. This is a vow. Someone planned this place meticulously, thought about each tree, each bench, the paths, where everything would be. And they knew those things going into it. Before the vow was made, before the binder was chosen. And it becomes a good thing, a healthy thing. I guess, not to make a longer reflection than it needs to be. And I don't really know what the answer is, honestly. I don't really know where these thoughts are going. They're just where my mind's been this morning. Is to take a healthier look around my life and maybe you can do the same and see the things that you've made vows to look at the things that the stickers that you've chosen to place in your life find the patches that you've sewn on and ask yourself are any of these things that are they all still healthy are they all still good and were these vows made in haste or with care? And then, as I'm thinking this morning, you may be faced, after you have to take that look, you may be faced with some of the same challenges. If I were to remove this patch or this sticker or this tile, what's the cost? What's the true cost? to me and to the thing that I was bound to is is removing it and the scars and stains and cracks and glue adhesives and, and scratches that are going to be obviously left behind are they worth breaking the vow are they worth Pulling that sticker off. Removing each of the threads on those patches. And then the other reflection that I'm having this morning. As I'm actually having it now. As I'm talking to you and and looking at this fountain. Is what is the binder itself made of? Maybe it's you and another person. Maybe it's you and... A, an organization that you're in. Maybe it's you and an, a habit. Maybe it's you and your religion or lack thereof. Maybe it's you and just a small repulsion, or maybe it's you and a small attraction. What is the binder made of between you and that other thing? And the word love comes up for me this morning. Is the binder made out of love? I'm sure there are other binders. Jealousy can be a binder. Vanity can be a binder. Pride can be a binder. Hope can be a binder. And fear can be a binder. But if you make an honest look at your life, like I'm going to do on my walk back, what is the binder? Is it love? And... I can tell you from being, from and and bringing back divorce in this regard, I can tell you that a type of love was, and, and a type of hope was the binder, the original binder. But I don't believe it was a permanent binder. You know, I think about even those a glue when it when it's doing its job it's an adhesive it's sticky right but over time it loses that ability i mean we've all had something that we glued whether it was a broken you know decorative item the handle on a coffee mug piece of plastic i know we've all glued something and bound something and then one day it just falls off the binder itself is no longer, and no longer has the ability to hold it. Maybe the truth of the matter is it wasn't a high quality binder. And I think back on that and I think that's possibly what I see in old relationships. That past marriages, whatever they may be, even dead friendships... Or even business acquaintances. The binder itself was not of good quality. And so if you're going to bind yourself to a person, are you binding yourself to them out of love? And is that love a good adhesive? A good magnet? Is it a good magnet? Is it strong? Is it, is it going to stick? And if it is good, if the binder is love, and when you make that assessment, and you find those items where it is love, and it's not habit, it's not jealousy, it's not fear, or all of those other things that I mentioned, then maybe that's a thing that's worth leaving stitched on. Maybe that's a patch that's in its place. It's in a good place. Maybe at times you, you do think you want to take that patch off. Maybe at times you think, I, I'm sick of this. I'm but if the binder is good and healthy and whole, maybe that's something that you need to leave in place. And honestly, maybe there are things that are good and whole. Maybe there are stickers that you like, but you just go, I stuck this in the wrong spot. I need to be able to remove it. And that's tough with some things. It's tough with those old tiles on the floor. To say, hey, look, I don't want to get rid of this, but to remove it, I have to destroy the thing. People are like that. Relationships are like that. That's very hard. It requires so much care. And I can tell you just from removing decals in the past, removing those stickers, most of the time we just blow right through and say, I'll get another one. A lot of us do that with relationships with marriages but I will say and you 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 know well just even like removing those patches I can take a patch off of something else if I'm careful and put it in another place put it back on with a a healthy binder so maybe there's a lesson in that too that maybe it's not worth destroying something Maybe maybe you can remove it and rebind it with something better. Yeah, this is all over the place, but I hope there's something in it for you. And maybe I haven't figured it all out this morning, but it's definitely something for me to meditate on. Maybe it'll be something for you to think about, too. Thanks for joining me on this morning walk. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I hope you bind yourself to something good with something good. With the movement of go round we'll always finish back where you start so accustomed to the spinning all around you. I love you just as well.